As this is, can you survive this podcast? I have to ask you, are you up for a hypothetical survival scenario? Absolutely. Amazing. So like I share with most, most of the guests, you know, the audience will follow along at home, um, hopefully have some entertainment, but also education. So if I give you an A, B choice, but you feel like you have a C, you know, I, I'd, I'd actually go with something else to feel free to elaborate and we'll, uh, we'll see how we do. Absolutely. All right. So let me get my notes out and all right, here we go. For this scenario, you are a lone soldier who's been separated from your unit during a mission in a hostile city. Your radio is malfunctioning and you have no way to connect to contact anyone for help. You must navigate the city and survive until you can find your way back to safety. First question, do you A, try to find a high vantage point to get your bearings or B, stay put and wait for your unit to find you? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, you know, we would have so that's a good, yeah. You know, see, it all depends, right? So, yeah. So normally, if I if I'm trapped, right, I'm in a unit. I'm, I'm with your scenario. They know where I was. They someone knows where I was last seen to account for. Uh, we hopefully were a good unit, and we had a accountability program or a rally point. If hey things go south when we get here, go back to here. Now, if that all fell through and they're gone and they just forgot about me. Um, I am not waiting for anybody. Uh, I have my, I'll have my own personal E&E plan, escape and evasion plan. Um, and it probably would be getting to a place where I feel I could orient my, if for some reason I wasn't oriented, if I, you know, if I had a map and I hadn't committed to memory or I have a map and I wasn't sure I was, I didn't have a GPS, you know, I, I would try to get myself, I would try to find a safe space where I could build the most situational awareness possible. And from there, decision-making time, right? These are decisions I'm making now. Cause I'm in, I'm in, I'm in deep, uh, I'm in deep kimchi. So yeah, I think a combination of what I would do. I'm not waiting for anybody though, unless okay. I was told to wait and I knew that was a great plan and I was that type of unit. So it's, you know, you know, it's, you don't know, but in general, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself on my own back and get myself out of there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're not waiting around. Sounds like this is more of like an A leaning towards a with a I little agree. bit of your own elaboration. So um, you decide to find a high vantage point to get your bearings. You work your way up a tall building and see that you're several blocks away from your unit's last known location. As you start to make your way towards them, you hear gunfire in the distance. Do you A, head towards the gunfire to investigate the situation, or B, stealthily make your way towards your team's location, avoiding any potential conflict? Yeah, that's good. Another good question. So um, if I, so gunfire is going to be, so if we're the only unit, it was sound like it was a, you know, kind of a, a one unit type event. So if anyone's shooting anyone, that's usually, that's our guys shooting at their guys or their guys shooting at our guys. Um, yeah. So if I could see it, I would absolutely take a look to see where it is. You look at uh, obvious avenues of approach. If I see another enemy, where would the enemy coming from? We probably know that already where there are other bases and stations to reinforce from. I don't want to walk up onto a unit unarmed. If I'm, or if I'm armed, that's fine. I'm a, a, a person of one. Um, I would go to the gunfire. That makes sense because that's most likely as stealthily as I can. So it's probably a combination of each. Uh, I'm not in a dead sprint because I look like an American. I have American kit on. 
depends where I am. Um, and so I would stick out uh, American weapons, et cetera. So I would do that as quickly as I could, but I, I think my best choice, number one, I wanna go help them. I wanna go help my unit out and they're the ones probably taking the fire. Uh, and number two, if it's not my unit, it'll be another unit that is allied to me in some way. That makes sense. And number three, I want to be there to help. You know, I'm, I'm there to help. And that's my that's my day job. So don't want to don't want to miss the fight. Great. Great answer. I like that. Um, OK, so you make your way towards the unit. And as you make your way through the streets, you come across a group of hostile fighters. Do you engage the hostiles in combat or circumnavigate the hostiles by finding an alternate route? You know, as a Marine, the essence of what we do on the ground is maneuver warfare, right? So you're looking for surfaces and gaps. So when I find a surface that would be that, that enemy unit, I'm going to attempt to bypass them. Doesn't make it. So my, if my mission now is to link up with my unit, I'm going to bypass them because that's my number one goal. If my mission is to E&E, &E, get myself out of there, I'm going to bypass a strong point, look for weak points, uh, and try to find my unit. I think that makes sense without knowing more. So it's a little bit of a combination answer um you know i don't i don't need to uh, sacrifice myself uh for uh, in a, it, being hit by a squad of enemy that i could simply bypass if they're not doing anything right now report that enemy you know make it a better you know in theory my mind thinks hey i can report where they are i get around link up with my unit we can call on supporting arms do other things vice me getting a random chance of you know maybe getting a couple bad guys and they're eventually going to get me with firepower so and I don't want to be dragged through the streets as a lone guy and be a propaganda tool either. So, yeah. All right. So, Long answer. I should just give you A and B next time. How about that? No, that actually it's better this way because it's kind of, you know, it's educating the audience as we go. So thank you for that. Thank you for the extra explanation. Sure. And so it's basically B, basically B. So you got that. You choose to circumnavigate the hostiles uh, and find an alternate route. Um, as you progress, you stumble upon a collapsed section of road obstructing your path. Do you A, cautiously navigate through the rubble, or B, go back the way you came? Um, yeah, another good question. So, you know, I don't know anything about the rubble, the, the pieces. I don't know the history of it, how long we've been in this town or city uh, or, or, or by, you know, bypass places where they normally booby-trapped and we're looking at landmines or an IED of some sort. Um, I don't necessarily want to go back the way I came uh, because there's nothing back. We've determined there's nothing back there. There's no friendly forces, only enemy forces. So I think I'm, you know, I've, I've had good luck so far. Um, I'm trusting myself. <laughs> if, if I, I don't know what it looks like, but if I think I can get around it or navigate it, I'll probably get around it and navigate it. Very, very smart answer. Very smart. <laughs> and you're, you're foreshadowing what's to come because <laughs> uh, you decide to navigate through the rubble, carefully making your way through the debris, and you suddenly trigger a hidden explosive device. So do you A, quickly assess your injuries and administer first aid, or B, ignore the pain, press on, and allow adrenaline to drive you forward? I don't think A is even probably an option. Uh, I think adrenaline's pumping anyway. I don't think A is, I don't think it's in any of our DNA. Um, it's not like it's a fight or flight piece. Unless I'm broken and I can't move, um, my brain says, number one, I'm going to get out of the way and get to cover as quickly as I can. And the enemy may be thinking it was a dog or a cat or a goat or whatever it was that triggered it. And then they come there, they don't see anybody. 
yeah, it could have been a goat, who knows, or whatever it's going to be, or it got away, or maybe they don't expect to see anything. Um, I think adrenaline is going to carry the day anyway, um, for a while. Um, but yeah, me sitting there in the open, um, putting on an ace bandage isn't going to do me any good. Now, if my, if something's, if it's traumatic and I can't move, then I you know, try to get out of the way best I can, but it's a tough one. Great. So you press on and then you realize there are enemies closing in on your six. Do you A, crawl into a nearby sewer system or B, hide in the rubble? Crawl into a sewer system, rubble. So sewer system, I don't want to go any place where I know I can't get out. I don't want to, I don't want to be one grenade toss away from toast. So I don't want, you know, you, you, there's no options, right? There's option A, you go in a tunnel, you, you don't know if it leads anywhere else. It, it, if sewer system may, but it, it may not. If you're talking rubbleized, if there's rubble in the area, that sewer system be, could be collapsed, et cetera. Um, I also don't want to drown in the sewer system that I don't know has another duck going somewhere. So I, I'd probably get rid of that. That option's probably out. Uh, hide in the rubble, you know, I would, my intent would be to probably circumnavigate behind the unit again um potentially if they're if they're the ones uh, going to the fight uh to the sounds of the guns too it's easier for me to follow them because they know where they're going if they're going to go reinforce their own troops and it probably gives me a little more situational awareness of where our guys are if i could do that right if i'm not so badly injured but plain old hiding yeah, i don't like that i don't i don't like i don't like being hunted that's <laughs> no yeah. good for me yeah so you're going to navigate, you're kind of choosing, you're not going to the sewers, but you're not going to stay in the rubble either. You're going to nope. navigate out of there and try to maybe get behind them or find some kind of tactical route I, that you can take. Absolutely right. I'd probably get behind. If if it looks to me like they're going to the fight, I'm going to try to get behind them or wait for them to pass and just shadow them the best I can. I'm not the ninja, you know, but I'd shadow them the best I possibly could. And if, if it seems like they're the ones that are going to the fight. So that's my best chance of finding my unit. Yeah, smart, smart. So you continue on and you head towards the next rendezvous point. Um, when you get there, you find your unit has already moved on to a different location. Do you A, head straight to the next rendezvous point or B, rest and assess the situation? You know, I think it's, I think it's see all the above, right? I think, you know, if it's a safe place and it was only known to us, so rendezvous points are usually, you know, it's safe. It wasn't compromised. I'm going to, I'm going to take a knee for a minute. If I was injured, I'm going to check myself out. I'm going to think about, you know, I'm going to think about where the next place is. If I know I can find rendezvous point A, I'm going to rendezvous point B as an alternate. I likely have a map with me. Um, I'd probably take some time to map out what I think is, you know, you know, are there, are there, you know, are there fields? Is it, is it a, is it a you know, commercial area? Is it a downtown business area? Is it very urban? Is it a little bit of urban sprawl that can let me through there? Is it more rural that I can get through there? So I would take a little bit of time to map my next trip. Um, not counting on my last successes, but it seems like I've made it this far. So I don't want to, I don't want to blow it now. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Last question. All right. You Continue on to the next rendezvous point, and as you do, you come across a wounded civilian who needs medical attention. Do you A, ignore the civilian and continue towards the rendezvous point, or B, provide medical aid to the civilian? Well, this is the great moral dilemma we all face, isn't it, right? This is, <laughs> this is, a, this is my sophomore year philosophy class. Uh, you know, it really all depends, right? You know, it all, it's, if, if it's a wounded civilian, 
you know, it's, if it's, you know, if it's, if it's a kid or somebody's sister, you know, you know, we're all humans, you know, um, uh, how bad are they hurt? If, if they, you know, they're wounded there and they're bleeding at their leg and they don't see me, they're not going to, if it's not, if it's like, if it's life-threatening, like they're dying and they're bleeding out, I'm not a surgeon. I can't fix that anyway. And their last words don't need to be screaming my name. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not, do I feel empathy? Absolutely. Am I, am I sympathetic to any human? Of course I am. Um, I'd have to assess how badly you know, injured they were. And, and if I could really do any help, like what could I do triage wise? Like I give them a bandaid and a drink of water, but that cost me a lot of my life and it didn't necessarily save theirs or they didn't need that type of saving. They were to live anyway. And that's, um, that's an unnecessary sacrifice. So difficult question. I get where you're trying to, you know, get there, but uh, it's, I don't have the answer for that one. Somewhere in between. Yeah, that that's actually a great answer because on the last question, it's actually a A or B could be correct, you yeah. know, and, and so well said, you know, you have to kind of deduce it if is am I going to be able to actually help or is this going to actually cost you your life and you never even were able to help him anyways, you have to assess that so um, well said, and so you continue on and. You finally reach the rendezvous point. You meet up with your unit, and together you're able to call for extraction and make it to safety back to base. Congratulations. You have survived this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Th thanks for playing along. Oh, um, yeah. And thanks so much for coming on. Uh, really, some really very amazing insights. Um, I would love to have you back sometime, you know, when maybe when your next book comes out. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in the meantime, where can people find you? Where can people find your book? The book is Ghosts of Baghdad. Uh, but where can people find you if they want more info or anything like that? Yeah, great. So it's it's tough. It's uh, ericbuer.com is my website. And uh, on there, you can order books. You can order them through my publisher, Ballas, and I'll sign, happy to sign them for you. Um, and you can order them through, there's links to Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh, but you get books, the book, anywhere you want to get your books. Uh, you know, it's available in hardcover through you know, Target and Ballast and Amazon. And it's also on Kindle. It's on an Audible. Kent Lutt does a great Audible version of it. Uh, you can get it on Audible. And so it's op it's really open to anywhere you want to find your best books. But if you want to know more about what I'm doing, um, I'll have this podcast on it when it finally comes. Whenever it comes out, I'll put it on. Uh, you can hit, hit my, uh, my website, look in the media pages, uh, see interviews, see articles I write, and stay in touch however you like. Fantastic. EricBuer.com. That's it. And the book is Ghosts of Baghdad. And yeah, thanks again for coming on. And bye, everyone. <laughs>